Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, a podcast that explores the lives and legacies of notable figures on the anniversary of their passing. Today we're delving into the life of Wyatt Earp, a figure synonymous with the Wild West era of American history, known for his role as a lawman, gambler, and participant in the legendary gunfight at the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona. Earp's life story has become a blend of facts and folklore, contributing to the mythic status of the American Old West. His life, marked by various escapades, controversies, and adventures, has inspired numerous books, films, and television shows. Today marks the 95th anniversary of his passing. So without any further ado, let's explore the rugged and storied life of Wyatt Earp. Part 1. Frontier Beginnings, 1848-1868 to Wyatt Barry Stapp Earp was born into a world of frontier challenges and opportunities on March 19, 1848 in Monmouth, Illinois. His parents, Nicholas Earp and Virginia Ann Kuski, were part of the westward migration of Americans seeking new lives in the burgeoning frontiers. Nicholas was a farmer and a copper, and his experience in the Mexican-American War profoundly shaped the values he passed to his children. Wyatt was the third of Nicholas and Virginia's five sons, growing up in a household that valued hard work, justice, and family loyalty. These early years were marked by frequent moves as Nicholas sought better opportunities for his family. From Illinois, he moved to Iowa, and then later to California, following the promise of the gold rush. These relocations exposed Wyatt to diverse cultures and the harsh realities of frontier life, from encounters with Native American tribes to the lawlessness of the burgeoning mining towns. As a child, Wyatt showed an early interest in the law and order of the frontier. He was heavily influenced by his father's stories of military service and his own experience in the ever-changing and often chaotic environment of the West. The family briefly returned to the Midwest, settling Missouri, where Wyatt attended school sporadically. However, his education was less formal and more about survival, understanding the land, and recognizing the importance of a strong moral compass in an often lawless world. During his teenage years, the American Civil War erupted, deeply affecting the Earp family. Three of Wyatt's brothers enlisted in the Union Army, but Wyatt was too young to join and stayed home, where he took on additional responsibilities. These years were formative for him, as he developed a sense of duty and an understanding of the complexities of justice and law, themes that would later define his life. By the late 1860s, Wyatt, now a young man, was restless and eager to carve out his own path. He left home to seek his fortune, working various jobs that took him across the western territories. He worked on railroads, drove freight wagons, and even tried his hand at farming. But these were merely the prelude to the adventurous and tumultuous life that awaited him as a lawman and gambler in the American West. These early experiences, from the laborious to the dangerous, not only honed his physical abilities, but also instilled in him a resilience and adaptability that would become his hallmark in the years to come. Part 2. Lawman and Gambler, 1869-1879 to in 1869, Wyatt Earp's journey took a pivotal turn as he embarked on a career that would define his legend. He first donned a badge as a constable in Lamar, Missouri, after his father resigned from the position. Wyatt's tenure in law enforcement, however, was not without its controversies. His first brush with the law came when he was accused of embezzling school funds, a charge that he denied, but which tarnished his early career as a lawman. 
despite a setback, Wyatt's inclination towards law enforcement did not wane. He ventured westward to Kansas, where he found work as a lawman in various burgeoning towns. In Wichita, he served as a police officer, establishing a reputation for being tough but fair. His approach to law enforcement was pragmatic, often opting for negotiation and disarming suspects over violence. However, Wyatt was not adverse to using force when necessary, and his resolve in the face of danger quickly became legendary. However, it was Wyatt's time in Dodge City, Kansas that further cemented his status as a formidable lawman. Here, he reunited with his brothers and worked alongside notable figures such as Bat Masterson. Dodge City was a tumultuous town, known for its rowdy saloons and frequent gunfights. Wyatt's role as an assistant marshal demanded a delicate balance between enforcing the law and navigating the complex social dynamics of a frontier town. His tenure in Dodge City was marked by several notable incidents, including the arrest of a notorious outlaw, Dave Rutabaga, showcasing his bravery and commitment to justice. However, Wyatt Earp was not just a lawman. He was also drawn to the world of gambling, a common and sometimes lucrative profession in the Wild West. His skills at the card table were well known, and he frequented many saloons and gambling houses. This duality of lawman and gambler was not uncommon in the Old West, where the lines between legality and criminality were often blurred. Wyatt's involvement in gambling also introduced him to a network of contacts, both reputable and unsavory, which would play significant roles in his later life. During this period, Wyatt's personal life also saw developments. He had a series of relationships, including a tumultuous marriage to Aurelia Sutherland, who tragically died shortly after their wedding. The loss of Aurelia was a profound blow to Wyatt, and it added a layer of personal tragedy to his already complex character. By the end of the 1870s, Wyatt Earp had established himself as a respected and feared figure in the American West. His experiences as both a lawman and gambler had honed his instincts for survival and justice. These years were a prelude to the even more turbulent and legendary times that awaited him in Tombstone, Arizona, where his actions would etch his name in the annals of American folklore. Part 3. The Gunfight at the OK Corral 1880-1881. The year 1880 marked a significant chapter in Wyatt Earp's life as he, alongside his brothers Virgil and Morgan, ventured into Tombstone, Arizona, a burgeoning mining town ripe with opportunity and danger. Tombstone was a microcosm of the American frontier, attracting a mix of prospectors, entrepreneurs, outlaws, and gunslingers. The Earp brothers initially sought their fortunes through mining and business ventures, but their paths inevitably led them back to law enforcement. Virgil Earp, as the town marshal, deputized his brothers, including Wyatt, recognizing their experience and the need for a strong lawman in a town ripe with conflict. Tombstone was plagued by a faction of outlaws known as the Cowboys, notorious for cattle rustling, robbery, and just general violence. The tension between the Earps and the Cowboys escalated over time, fueled by legal disputes, personal grudges, and the chaotic nature of frontier justice. White Earp's role as deputy marshal in Tombstone was marked by a rigid sense of justice and a willingness to confront lawlessness. However, his actions and those of his brothers were often viewed with suspicion and controversy. Accusations of overstepping their authority and personal vendettas were not uncommon, adding complexity to their roles as lawmen in a town where the lines between right and wrong were often blurred. The climax of these tensions came on October 26, 1881, in the form of the infamous gunfight at the OK Corral. 
The shootout, which lasted mere seconds, resulted in the deaths of three cowboys and cemented the Earp brothers' place in legend. The gunfight was a result of a complex web of local politics, personal feuds, and the broader struggle for control in the rapidly evolving American West. The aftermath of the gunfight was as significant as the event itself. The Earps and their close friend, Doc Holliday, were charged with murder, lending to a highly publicized trial. The trial concluded with their acquittal, but the debate over their actions and the legitimacy of their claims of self-defense continued to stir controversy. The gunfight and subsequent events led to further violence, including the attempted assassination of Virgil and the killing of Morgan Earp. These events plunged Wyatt into a vendetta ride, a quest for revenge against those he held responsible for attacking his brothers. This period of Wyatt's life was marked by a departure from his role as a lawman and saw him take justice into his own hands, further entrenching his status as a legendary figure in the American West. The events in Tombstone and the gunfight at the OK Corral became symbolic of the broader struggles of law and order in the American frontier. Wyatt Earp, through his actions during this period, emerged as a complex figure, a man who walked the fine line between heroism and vigilantism, embodying the contradictions and challenges of bringing justice to a wild and untamed land. Part 4. The Final Years, 1882-1929 The aftermath of the Tombstone Saga marked a significant turning point in Wyatt Earp's life. Following the vendetta ride, Wyatt left Arizona, his reputation as a lawman overshadowed by his actions during the pursuit for vengeance. These subsequent years saw Wyatt drifting through the American West, a man increasingly out of step with the changing times as the frontier began to fade. Wyatt's wanderings took him to various places across the West. He tried his hand at mining in Idaho and Alaska during the gold rushes, seeking fortune but often finding only modest success. These ventures were interspersed with stints in saloons and gambling houses where he returned to his early profession as a gambler. Wyatt's name and reputation often preceded him, and he became well-known in the circles of the Old West. In the late 1880s, Wyatt's personal life took a positive turn when he met Josephine Sarah Marcus, a former actress and dancer. The relationship was marked by its intensity and enduring nature, with Josephine becoming Wyatt's companion for the rest of his life. Together, they moved through various boomtowns of the West, seeking opportunities and adventure. By the 20th century, as the Old West was giving way to modernity, Wyatt and Josephine settled in California. Here, Wyatt found an unexpected niche in the emerging world of cinema. He became a consultant for silent Western films, drawing on his experiences and legend to lend authenticity to a burgeoning genre. His connections with early Hollywood figures, such as actors William S. Hart and Tom Mix, indicated his influence and fascination with his life story. Despite his involvement in Hollywood, Wyatt remained a private individual, often shunning publicity and the many embellished accounts of his life that circulated in books and films. He spent his final years in relative obscurity, a far cry from the fame and notoriety of his tombstone days. Wyatt Earp passed away on January 13, 1929 in Los Angeles at the age of 80. His death marked the end of an era, one of the last links to the legendary American frontier. In death, as in life, Wyatt Earp remained a controversial figure, admired by some for his embodiment of frontier justice, and criticized by others for his more questionable actions. The legacy of Wyatt Earp is a complex tapestry of heroism, lawlessness, survival, and controversy. His life story, woven into the fabric of American history, continues to captivate and intrigue. 
Through the many interpretations and retellings, White Earp remains a symbol of the Wild West, a representation of the struggle to bring law and order to a lawless land, and a reminder of the human stories that shape the American frontier. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Wyatt Earp, a figure emblematic of the American Wild West, whose life story blends history with legend. He's also who died today, January 13th. If you're fascinated by his lore or the lore of the Old West and wish to see images or learn more about Wyatt Earp's life and the era he symbolized, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we continue to uncover the lives of individuals whose stories have become woven into the fabric of history. I'm your host, Peter, thanking you for joining us in exploring the enduring legacy of Wyatt Earp.